When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2483. Minimalism is not an end goal. It is a tool by Shauna Scaife of simpleonpurpose.ca. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday and welcome back to Optimal Living Daily or the OLD podcast where you can start or end your day on the right foot by simply listening to the best blogs I can find and get permission from. So with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Minimalism is not an end goal, it is a tool by Shauna Scaife of simpleonpurpose.ca. I've been practicing minimalism for about five years now, but if you came to my house, you wouldn't assume I was a minimalist. My kitchen is full of craft supplies and appliances, and I have a jar hoarding problem that my husband makes fun of until he needs all the jars for his screw and nail collection. My living room is full of books, and every shelf has a collection of tools, toys, and socks that never made it back to their homes. My bedroom has clothes on the floor and baskets of folded laundry seem to live at the foot of the bed. I'm not apologizing for this because I have learned that minimalism isn't about stuff. When I started minimalism, the goal was to declutter my home. As I learned, I was really decluttering my life. The decluttering process was an emotional boot camp. You're getting rid of things you used to identify with, clothes you never wear, things that you have to admit you will never get around to using, things that you hold on to for security, things that have sentimental value. You get rid of the purchased and curated layers of yourself. And then you take time in the empty moments to ask, if I can get rid of these things I thought I had to have, but it turns out I don't really love or need, then what is it that I do love and need the most? Minimalism is the tool to reach the goal. Minimalism becomes less about having fewer possessions and more about how you are living life. And when you stop to think about it, you might see that you probably aren't living the life you wanted. I knew I had made this mental shift in approaching minimalism as decluttering to minimalist as a lifestyle, but didn't quite identify until I heard someone else explain it. I recently listened to a podcast from The Cohesive Home where they were discussing intentional living. They said something that was a bit of an aha moment for me. They said, minimalism isn't the goal. Minimalism is a tool to reach the goal. So what is the goal? The goal is to live a life you want with the things you value in a home you take care of with people you love and time and space to live with purpose and passion. All of this equals intentional living, aka life on purpose. 
It had taken me getting rid of over half my possessions to see how much complacency had seeped into all areas of my life. They say that clutter is a form of delayed decisions. I wasn't ever making any decisions. I was just reacting to things. I could see that if I stayed on this path that things would deteriorate, my health, my finance, my relationships, my sense of passion and purpose. I knew I didn't want that. These past few years, I've been looking for ways to incorporate more dreaming, more planning, and more action in my life. It hasn't been seamless or easy or very clear on what I should do next, but I feel more awake to my life. Why minimalism works as a tool. How could putting things into garbage bags and thrift store bins cause such a shift? When I think about how minimalism led to such a life change, I can see how it makes sense. When we learn about minimalism, there is a clear action and a clear why. Get rid of the clutter, you will feel better, and your house will be cleaner. So maybe we clean out a drawer or a cupboard, or even that room that has become storage in the house, and we feel it. We feel proud and productive. We stand on patches of unearthed carpet looking at clear surfaces and the possibilities for the space feel endless. Heck, we could even use that room for selfies now because now the world can see this room without strategic staging out of boxes and piles of clutter. Action leads to feelings. We underestimate this fact. If we act in line with how we want to feel, for the most part, the actions will result in the feelings. Starting the action of decluttering your home can make you feel empowered. It can lead to feelings of embracing a home and a life that is meaningful to you. Of course, if you're suffering from a mental health issue, then talk to your doctor about this. Don't assume that actions will supplement your need for professional support. Making minimalism work for you. Of course, it can be hard to sustain enough steam to purge the whole house and keep going through it over the years. Finding ways to stay motivated can be so important I find that doing something simple like cleaning out a drawer each month can help me remember those feels of being in control of my space versus my space being in control of me. Minimalism can feel overwhelming if you treat it as a Pinterest standard end goal. But when you start to view intentional living as the end goal, you see minimalism as something that can reach into your daily life and mindsets to help you accomplish a life on purpose. You just listened to the post titled, Minimalism is not an end goal, it is a tool, by Shauna Scaife of simpleonpurpose.ca. Thank you to Shauna. I do agree here. For me, having read minimalism content to you for over six years, I'm in a similar boat. I still have stuff that I don't use, but now there's always a sort of question in the back of my mind about how I want to live life, and this is especially true with purchases. It's pretty rare these days where I'll have that twitch to just buy something that will end up sitting in a closet or drawer for years. I feel like I'm now more intentional with purchases, especially the more expensive ones. The one thing that always boggles my mind is how most of the things we have in our home was money that was at some point in our bank accounts. Sure, we have gifts and hand-me-downs, but I'm sure most of it was purchased with our money. And if we were to catalog how much we actually use, the things that are consistently adding value to our lives, and then summed up the money we spent for all the other things that we don't typically use, I'd be terrified to see how much money that would represent. 
Just take a look at a space that could use decluttering around you, maybe a closet or garage, anything along those lines, and visualize original price tags on everything. It's quite shocking. For me, hearing these articles helps me remember that. It's had an impact in how I live for the better, so hopefully it's doing the same for you too. And with that, have a great rest of your day and week, and I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.